Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. What would should be the major task of us believers in the last days? Not just preachers, not just workers in the church, believers. What is our task? Well, all we got to do is look at the words of Jesus in Matthew 9, 37. Then he said to the disciples, the harvest is truly plenteous, plentiful, but the labors are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of harvest to send out labors into the harvest. Well, there's one thing we're supposed to do. We're supposed to pray for harvesters. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This week, we begin a new message by Ken Hagan entitled, Gathering the Harvest, the Last Days. This message was ministered during the Winter Bible Seminar 2015. Hang on, this is a great time of teaching. Later in today's program, Ken and Lynette will tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. In the days that we're living in, there is so much anti-Semiticism, you know, against the Jew. There's so much atheistic and humanistic ideas being anti-God, anti-Christian rhetoric that's, uh, you, you hear it everywhere. You know, and people are always screaming tolerance and be tolerant. We got to be toler- tolerant. But I think <laughs> the problem is that they're tolerant of everything but God and the Bible. Amen. You know, I've said it in the other day, other lessons. There's, there's, I mean, you just got to look around and you can see we're living in the last days. You know, in the last days, we need to be alert to listen to the Spirit of God. Now, that book, my, my book, Listen to Your Heart, is just my take on uh, how to be led by the Spirit of God. Just a little different take on it. If you ever notice, uh, Dad preached, uh, his, you know, faith from 11:23, Mark 11:23, 11:20, and, and 22. I do it a certain way, and I notice Craig, he does it a little different than I do because you 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 tend to to speak in in line with what what you what your generation was. You ever notice that? How many, um, y'all quiet, y'all here, y'all gone home already. You're just listening. All right, thank you, Barbara. Appreciate that. She told me she was listening, so that's why she's quiet. All right. John 16, 13 says, when, the, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he, and, and there's some others there, but then the last part says, he will tell you of things to come. God wants us to hear his voice in these days. He wants us to know what we need to do and to fulfill our assignments in the last days. Now, what would should be the major task of us believers in the last days? Not just preachers, not just workers in the church, believers. What is our task? Well, all we got to do is look at the words of Jesus in Matthew 9, 37. Then he said to the disciples, the harvest is truly plenteous, plentiful, but the labors are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of harvest to send out labors into the harvest. Well, there's one thing we're supposed to do. We're supposed to pray for harvesters. 
That's what Jesus said do. Then in John 4:35, do not say there are still four months and then come the harvest. Behold, I say to you, lift your eyes up and look at the fields for they are already white for harvest. And NLT says it this way, you, you know the saying, four months between planting and harvest. But I say, wake up and look around. The fields are already ripe for harvest. Now, how many of you are from farm country? All right. How many of you grew up on a farm? Or maybe your grandpa was a farmer or something. You know, now grandpa was a farmer, my, mom, my mom's dad. I didn't know my dad's dad. Uh, my mom's dad was, he, he was a farmer in that blackland down there in North Texas, that blackland. And that blackland grows cotton, really good cotton. Now, Papa, he would, I, I used to stay with him because daddy was traveling and I'd stay with him five, five years old, six years, you know, before I started school. See, I, I was six, but in the state of Texas, they didn't have, when I started school, they didn't have kindergarten, and you had to be six on the first day of September before you couldn't start school. Well, my birthday was the third day of September, so I had to wait a whole year to start the school, so I was always the oldest one in my class. But, you know, and I'd, I'd go out, I'd go out with Grandpa, and we'd go out there, and he'd go out, and he'd go on, 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 looking at the fields and looking at stuff, you know, and, and uh, he, 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 him and my mother's brother, Uncle Guy, uh, they call me Wayne. That's my middle name. They're the only two that ever call me Wayne, and that's the only two that ever, that ever got away with it. <laughs> I don't mind the name, but because they call me that, it was, it, it's, it's, it's sort of sentimental, and I don't want anybody else doing it. And he'd say, Wayne, hey, uh, come here. Let me show you something. He said, see this, see this cotton right here? And he'd hold that bowl in his hand, and he'd say, now, you, you don't understand it, but I, I know three weeks from now we'll be picking this. And I said, Grandpa, how you know? He said, well, you can look at, you can look at what, the plant. You can look at this bulb, and you know that it, it's, it, it's starting to turn color. It's fixing to start to pop open. And when it popped open, there'd be that cotton in there. You go pick that cotton. That's what picking cotton is. You got you to you pick it out of there. You know, that's what they used to. Now they got the machines that do it, you know. But, you know, he would know just by looking at that crop, he would know when it was, was going to be ready for harvest. Now, he would, he would go back and he would, say, he would tell Grandma, and he'd say, okay, now, okay, Savannah, that was her name. He'd say, Savannah, listen, I want you to start getting a hold of people and, and, and lining them up. To, because we're going to start picking and he'd tell her the date they was going to start picking. He knew that the field was ripe for when it would be ripe for harvest. God is saying here that the field is ripe for harvest. It's not going to be. See, he would say it was going to be because he could tell. But he said it's ready. It's already ready. This means that at this very moment, there are people all over the world that are ready to get to, to be saved. But they got to have a harvester. 
So we have to pray. Sometimes you become the harvester. But sometimes you're praying and you don't know who becomes the harvester. Because they're all over the world. See, now is the day of salvation. You know, at harvest time, a farmer looks over the field and he instructs the, them where to, where to start first. You know, if he's got more than one field, he instructs them which field to start in first. And they, they, they start in the field that is more ripe for harvest. Because by the time they get through at that field, the other field will be ready and they can go over to that field. But God knows. He knows when people are ready to receive the gospel. And we pray for harvesters to go in the field. You know, James 5, 7 says, Therefore be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and the latter rain. See, we, we have to see people as God sees them. As long as we don't see people the way God sees them, then they do not become a priority for us. You know, in this natural world, there's a lot of things that we consider valuable and precious. You know, gold, silver, diamonds, money. That's one thing I've always liked. My wife, she does not like a lot of, a lot of jewelry. And I, even if I buy her something, she, 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 I've, I've, I've tried to redo her wedding band. You know, it'll be 50 years in December and I try to, nope, I want, this is the one, I want it, that's it, you know. But some people, some ladies, they like those diamonds and furs and all that stuff. And we all, we all like gold and money, you know. Don't sit there and look at me like that. You all like money. But we must value the things that God values. We must consider precious the things that God considers precious. Jesus didn't die for money and gold. He died for people. He didn't die to save this planet. He died for people. He didn't die for anything else except his man that was created in the image of God and that the devil stole. God paid a high price for the salvation of mankind. The highest price that anybody's ever paid. He can, his most valuable possession is mankind. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Lynette has her bargain bag. Yeah. You know, she, <laughs> I call her a bag lady sometimes, but... <laughs> She cannot, I mean, she cannot, if we go in a store and if you buy this certain thing, you get a bag, uh -huh. she has to have it. And <laughs> she's right. got, she's got a bag to carry everything in. That's right. She has a bag that she carries her Bible and her notes in when she's mm -hmm. going to minister. 
but she's got her bargain bag today. That's right. I've got my bargain bag. And, 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 and it has faith on it. Yeah, and when you order the product, you get the bargain bag. We're just throwing it in free of charge. That's right. And well, it's a good one, too. I mean, it's a heavy bag. You can carry yeah, stuff in it. Oh, yeah. You want to see what's in my what's bargain in bag? What's in your bargain bag today? Well, we have um, a, actually, this is a new release of your dad. You know, we had, this is a DVD. We've had it, but we haven't put it no, in. No, it's never been released It's never before. been released. And it's called Bringing Back the King. Okay. So we have that one. And we have a CD of what you were preaching on, Gathering the Heart. Oh, yeah, a CD of the of, message that I was just, uh, this, this ministry. Yes. And then we have a CD of our daughter, uh, Navigating the Seasons of Life. Yeah, Denise Burns. Yes. All right. And we have a CD from our son. Stay with the branch. Craig Hagen, stay right. with the branch, okay? And last of all, one from me, changing the conditions of the church. All right. Okay, all of this is normally forty-two ninety-five, but we, along with the bag, yes. it's only nineteen ninety-five. That's less that's than less half than price. Half price. So that's a real you bargain. You want to go and, and get a hold of these because these are tremendous, tremendous messages. DVD and, and, and just tremendous messages uh, that, that that was preached, uh, just, just just preached. Yes. Uh, in, in February. Yeah, in the, la the mm -hmm. last week of February there. Uh, that these were preached at the Winter Bible Seminar. That's right. So you want to get a hold of these. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Ken Hagen will continue his message here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagen.